You're listening to Accelerate, a ServiceNow podcast series about achieving your business outcomes, where we talk about how to get the most value from the Now platform. Hey everyone, this is Crystal Clevenger. And this is Dee Dries. We're your hosts and excited to talk to you about ServiceNow value acceleration solutions that include expert services, training, and impact. I'm here today with Kirni Manohar from our ServiceNow office in Brisbane, Australia. Kirni, I'm really happy to welcome you back to the show. Glad to be here, Crystal. Looking forward to our conversation. You were my guest uh, about a year ago, and we talked about one of the projects that you led. I invited you back because I wanted to spotlight specific customer-facing roles within ServiceNow, uh, especially within the Customer Outcomes Organization, which, by the way, is the name for Professional Services Group. So you are part of that team. And for those who don't know, this is a team that implements ServiceNow solutions, and you are a Principal Engagement Manager. That's right. What exactly does that entail? Okay, so... I think um, the best way to describe it, especially if you're trying to describe it to your grandmother who might not understand a lot about technology, is that I actually go in to a customer and implement ServiceNow solution as part of it, solutions as part of a team. So I am responsible for the project overall and making sure that it's successful. And successful means that it's delivered on time, within budget. But also a big component of that is making sure that our customers have a great experience working with us and that they are satisfied of the outcomes at the end of the project. And I can't stress that enough. It's it's being an engagement manager is something that is beyond just project management. It's about making sure that that experience that the customer has with us is fantastic. And this is where we put our money where our mouth is, I guess. And we do surveys at the end of every engagement. And we take our scores very seriously. So we look for areas for improvement and, of course, positive feedback. We take that on board as well, and we make sure that we reinforce that in other projects as well. Now, the team that I work with will be technical people, so generally technical consultants, sometimes solution architects, and business process consultants. Everyone has a defined role on the project, and mine is to make sure that we're all coming together and delivering great outcomes for the customer. That makes a lot of sense. So how do you typically engage with a customer when you start, you know, you know you've got a project coming up. What what's the first thing that happens when you engage with that customer? Okay, so that depends a little bit on the customer. Are they a customer we have worked with before? Um, what level of maturity are they at? Where are they at in their service now journey? And what will happen is if this is a brand new customer that we haven't worked with before, is I will spend a bit of time with our sales teams and try to understand the context that the customer is operating in. What are the business challenges? What are they trying to achieve? What's the long-term strategy? And then from there, I will have an introduction call with them and typically, I work with project managers on the customer side. So we'll have someone who will be my 
partner in crime, if you like, on their side. Mm -hmm. And we will work very closely together from that very initial meeting that we have. And then I will take them through their ServiceNow project in a, in a very standard fashion. So we've got tools and processes in place where we have, for example, we always start a project with a kickoff with all the major stakeholders. We go into a bunch of workshops to understand the requirements. And then we start with our development phase where we start to build a solution. So that's your typical customer journey. Of course, there are variations to that. There might be projects that are slightly different and then we will have to adapt our methods. However, if you're with a customer who's more mature in their journey, who've already done ServiceNow projects, I might actually have worked with them before and then had a break with another customer and come back. That will look a little bit different. The, the processes are the same, still having the kickoff for the project, the workshops going into development, et cetera. But the way that we engage will be different because they understand our ways of working. We understand them well. So we will hit the ground running probably a little bit faster. Mm -hmm. And then in those types of engagements, I will probably spend a bit more time looking at areas where we can bring additional value. So areas that I see that the customer could do with a bit of maturity in and we're flexible around that. So we always try to, on top of delivering our solution and fantastic results for the customer, we always try to leave them with something extra whether it's our own experience, whether it's some advice on what they should do next. Just because when we go in there and we develop these deep relationships, we really try to understand the challenges they're facing and we want to make sure that that doesn't go to waste, that knowledge doesn't go to waste. Right. So you are an advisor, you are a project manager, a program manager, and you also worry about uh, customer satisfaction. Did I summarize it correctly or is there? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, it's, it's, we do wear all of these hats on that, right. all our engagements. Yeah. That's a big responsibility. And do you have, in that first engagement with a customer, you, you, tr you're trying to get a sense of the culture at, you know, at that customer's company, right? Like you're, because we, you know, at ServiceNow, we have our own culture, right? Um, and it may be very different elsewhere. Is that something that you pay attention to that, um, you know, that allows you to uh, lead the project one way versus another? Absolutely. And I think sometimes we fall into a bit of a trap when we talk about culture we sort of jump to the conclusions of, oh, it's geographical. So if I'm working in a certain city in Australia versus working in a, in a city in Japan, for example, the culture is going to be different. Of course, it will be different. But even within Australia, within different industries, within different organizations, culture can actually be quite different. And I've been doing this job for about seven years now. And on my latest project that I'm working on, I'm still learning. So one of the things that happened at the beginning of this particular project is that the customer had tried to implement ServiceNow three times before and had failed. And we were going in to try to help them this time. And we desperately wanted them to be successful. And what happened is we went in as ServiceNow 
we've got our prescriptive guidance and we went and said to them, oh, we understand your problem and here are the solutions because it was so clear to us this is what we should be doing. Right. And I thought the workshop went really well. But I got some feedback from some of the attendees at the end that they felt that they didn't have the time to actually express everything that it is that they wanted to express in that workshop. Hmm. And at first, it was a little bit grating to get that feedback, to, to be honest. I thought, well, we did a fantastic job. Where is this coming from? But when I had to think about it and I started to understand this organization that's been around for 150 years, their culture is a lot more slow moving and a lot more sort of consultation based, making sure everyone's involved in decisions. Whereas we were looking at it as we're the experts and we have the solutions and it's so clear. So we just need to share that with you. We're excited about that. Right. So it was about finding um, that, that middle ground where we could meet and understand what their concerns were and then move on to solution mode. And not every customer is like that. Some customers want us to come in and tell them what to do and then they will do it. So we, we are still learning. I think we, any time you start with a new customer, especially if they're brand new custom, brand new to ServiceNow um, customer outcomes, you have something to learn about them. And I find that the way to do that is just to spend a lot of time listening, no matter how yeah. how much you believe that you've got solutions. It's better to spend a lot of time listening at the beginning rather than jumping straight into solution mode. Got it. That that makes perfect sense. So that's actually that that leads me to my next question, which is around um, how you lay the groundwork for a customer to be successful. So certainly, it sounds like you spend a lot of time listening. Um, what else do you do to ensure that the customer is going to have a really good experience with ServiceNow and with the project that you're working on? Yeah, one of the things that I think we do really well is that we, through our through our methods and processes that we use, is that we've got this ability to leverage a lot of experience from across the globe. So a lot of the times, if you look at some of our templates that we use for meetings and things, they have pointers in there about things to look out for. So to give you an example, to, to make this real, one of the things that customers don't necessarily think about is OCM, organizational change management, mm -hmm. or training. Right. Um, these things are always afterthoughts. So with our experience then, it, it becomes very clear when we look at all our processes and, and what we're delivering. Of course, organizational change management is not typically our responsibility. It's something the customer has to do. But it's something that we can tell them up front that they need to be thinking about. And we, we've become really good at doing that. We've got these pitfalls in the back of our minds or um, success strategies on the other side, things we should make sure that we're doing to make sure that the project is successful. And we always have that in our back pocket. So when we go into a, a new customer or a new project, we can look at the complete journey that we're about to embark on and, and look at where we think are the, the gaps, and then we can flag those. Sometimes they're things that they need to do themselves. Sometimes they're things that we can help th them with, but it's just about identifying those as quickly as possible and then flagging them. So I think that's probably the most important thing. 
Right. Um, because they, it's not just about the implementation, right? Once you're done with it and you leave, the customer is on their own. So you want to make sure that they have all the tools necessary to be successful with their, their project right? with the, after they went live. So absolutely, point, yeah. To your point, OCM and and training, making sure they're they're skilled to maintain their system is important. Um, what uh, what would you say you bring as an engagement manager to the customer that they can't get anywhere else? And maybe we've covered this a little bit before, but um, you know, besides besides the fact that you oversee the entire project, what else? What else do you bring? to it yeah i think um when i think about myself individually and then i think about us customer outcomes more broadly as a team it's very similar so we've got two things that i find is very difficult for the customer to be able to replicate the first one is our deep knowledge of ServiceNow. Mm-hmm. ServiceNow in, invests a lot in training of um everyone within the organization really and we have access to constant training and are always very I guess up to date with the latest developments that's one and then second is just the sheer experience and when I talk about experience it's not just about me I've got my own experience my own background but whenever I hit something that I think might be a roadblock I've got access to so many layers of support behind me. I've got access to my local team, other engagement managers. I've got access to my technical colleagues. But then behind us sits this massive organization that we can reach into. When we spoke on the previous podcast about a a large-scale, super important public-facing project that I had worked on, that's when I really saw what (laughs) that power, the, the power behind service now people really means right we just had help from everyone even we even had help from marketing i remember at one point where we had to do a presentation put the ideas together and marketing took that and just um took it to the next level just creating the right material for us etc so a lot of these layers and layers of help that you have behind you the product teams etc is not something that the customer is is able to access directly themselves um, for obvious reasons. And we are a conduit into that. So very often, as I'm finding, as we're maturing as an organization, we're getting uh, involved in more and more complex projects on the customer side because they're also learning. So when they have simpler projects, they sometimes implement them themselves. But when they get to really complex things that they're trying to do for their their organization that's when they will reach out to us and then we can harness all that knowledge and all that experience put it together and make it something very tangible for them and help them implement whatever it is they're seeking to implement so you mentioned that the team is very experienced and and you touched briefly on your background can you expand on that a little bit and just tell me you know what you did before you joined ServiceNow. What brought you to ServiceNow? You said you've been here for a number of years, maybe maybe seven. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. Tell me more. So my background is actually quite varied. I've worked in different areas of business and IT. My educational background 
is actually in computer science, but never quite um, put my developer hat on once I started in my career. So I've worked in, in um, IT project management, architecture. I've done some consulting. I've worked in IT support, service management. And I think what happened at the point at which I joined ServiceNow is that all of these things started coming together for me. I already knew about ServiceNow. It was quite a small organization back then. I think we had maybe 3,000 employees worldwide. In Melbourne, we had maybe about 20 in Melbourne where I joined when I initially started. I have moved since then. And I liked the product itself because I was trying to get it implemented at uh, another organization where, where I was working. And then this opportunity came along and I knew someone who worked at ServiceNow already. And they reached out to me saying, hey, I think you've got the right mix of experience to be in this. And that's how my journey started. I was so excited to come on board. And I think all of this background that I'm speaking about, all of these different areas have served me really well in this role, the engagement manager role, because when I go out to a customer, very often I've had some kind of um, interaction with the types of roles that they're dealing with in their organization. So I have the ability to then understand where they're coming from. Right. Yeah, it's not it's not foreign to me when I go into a customer and try to understand the landscape. A lot of it makes a lot of sense to me. And oftentimes I can really empathize with the issues that they're having because I have been in their shoes and I have had those struggles and problems and challenges and I understand exactly where they're coming from and what it is that they're trying to achieve. I was going to say that. I think in your role, you need to have a lot of empathy. You need to understand mm -hmm. what the pains are on the customer side, right? So you can help them the best way possible. Yeah. Um, so what, what motivates you? What excites you? What, what makes you get up in the morning to do this job every day? I think two things. One is uh, just the people that I work with. It's, it sounds like such a cliche to say uh, it's the people that keep me here. But for me, I just find that everyone that I've worked with at ServiceNow in customer outcomes and beyond, they're just self-driven, highly motivated, very invested in the customer's success. And I've got that particular mind. I'm aligned on that particular mindset. So we're all here to get the job done and then um, get the job done and then leave after that. We, we don't, we're not here to linger. We're not trying to extend projects or anything like that. We want to be successful, hit our target dates, et cetera. And then we want to move on to the next new shiny project. Right. So that's one. And then the other thing is that new shiny project. It is the ability to do anything from, you know, I've done at the moment um, deep in a, a area of IT where I'm working with service desks, et cetera. But I have worked previously with um, HR payroll department, for example, where they were managing their work through a mailbox, a shared mailbox um, that someone was going into every morning and printing out every single email and then handing it out to their colleagues. And they would be work, writing notes on that printout. So not long ago, this was about four or five years ago. So wow. it was really shocking to me that we were still, that someone was doing this. Um, 
And then implementing a service now, of course, is like a back to the future moment for right. them, like Absolutely. leaps and bounds. Yeah. So it's the projects are so so varied and you get to work with such different customers and understand different challenges, etc. So that keeps me really motivated because you don't feel like you're stagnating or you're doing the same thing over and over again. It keeps things fresh. Yeah, it sure does. Well, Kirni, I want to thank you again for joining the podcast and sharing your experience and your knowledge with our listeners. I uh, really appreciate it. Thanks, Crystal. Always a pleasure talking to you. I'm Crystal Clevenger. And I'm Dee Idris. And this is the ServiceNow Accelerate podcast series. You can find us and other ServiceNow podcasts in the ServiceNow community at community.servicenow.com. Be sure to follow us in your favorite podcast app so you don't miss our next episode.